Hello, and thank you for joining me in the studio today for another episode of the Home Buyer Hustle. My name is Cameron Diavis, and I'm going to be your host today. And as I've mentioned before, the whole reason behind this podcast is to be able to help first time home buyers, second home buyers, and if it's your last home, your last home buyers. Give them a little bit of insight throughout the, the lending process and what can be expected, the pitfalls to avoid. We're also going to hear throughout this series of podcasts from real estate agents, title reps, appraisers, home, buy, home inspectors, and they're going to also give you some pointers and some tips as well. So without further delay... Let's get on to the episode. Hello, hustlers. It's Cameron over here with the Home Buyer Hustle. And we're going to be talking about, really not talking about, we're going to be take off where we left off last week when we talked about building your credit so you can ap- apply and qualify for your new home. Beautiful. So we're, let's do this. Before I, before I dig this in, in a little deeper here, I received a comment from Malachi, and Malachi knows it all. So let's go from there. So Malachi's question is, with interest rates are too, with being too high, it doesn't make sense for me to purchase a home. Signed, Malachi, W. I just want to say... Malachi, unfortunately, you're an idiot. Um, I think what happens is that it really depends on your particular situation. Because at the end of the day, you pay, when you make your mortgage payment, you're making that payment with dollars and cents. And sure, interest rate equates to dollars and cents, but if you're making your mortgage payment and say your mortgage payment is $1500 you're making that you're looking at oh my mortgage payment is $1500 you're not saying well my rate is 3.5% and i got you know i mean dude we it, it, your home is an investment at where you it's where you live and you know you got to keep everything in per, the proper perspective. And you know what? Sure, I rates are not in that two and three quarter to low 3% range like they were for so many years. However, even at 6 7% rate is a great rate. If you look historically, it is still a great rate. You just have to remember, what can you afford and what's the payment you can afford? That's most important at the end of the day. Can you make the payment? And can you keep the foreclosure monkeys off your back? You just got to make sure you're paying those bills, right? So let's kind of dive into this podcast. Let's go a little deeper. We talked about credit, building credit. Well, credit's important what you can do to keep your credit flourishing. And now we're going to kind of shift gears just a little bit. And we're going to talk about the loan application. 
And a lot of people think, you know, the loan application, that's my loan officer's job. It really isn't. I've been doing this for quite a few years, and I can totally tell you, and seasoned loan officers can tell you the same thing. An application that's garbage in is going to be garbage out. You don't tell us your full story, and the underwriter gets your file, and they start asking us more questions that you left off. Things get very dicey very fast. So the first piece of advice that I can give you is when you're filling out that mortgage application, be 100% truthful. Fill in every box that you can. Communicate, communicate, communicate with your loan officer exactly what happened. Oh, I I have a couple late pays on my credit report. Well, what the hell happened? You want us to lend you $275,000 or $800,000 or whatever the magical amount is, and you can't pay your bills. I mean, let's get real here. If And you can say, well, it was only a credit card. My house is different. Uh, I'm going to have to throw you in the Malachi bucket because... That's dumbass. That's a dumbass way to think. It's not just a credit card. It's your financial obligation. Make sure you're taking care of your financial obligation. Pay your bills on time. Okay? And so now you're, we're going to go back. All right? You got me distracted. Let's go back to the loan application. You're going to complete it. 100% be 100% transparent. Okay? The loan officer asks you for clarification. Hey, what happened here? You know, why was there a big job gap in your employment? Have a comprehensive answer. Like, we can look at it and go, hey, you know what? That makes sense. I understand. You know what I mean? Don't hide stuff. That's the biggest frustration loan officers feel. You hide stuff. And then you spring it on us at the last minute. And then you act like, oh, I didn't know. You can only play dumb for so long. You can't do it when you're buying a house. You got to make sure you're being truthful. You're divulging everything. So now that we've got the application, we went through, you went through, and completed the application, you've completed your... Your past credit inquiry letter, because they're going to ask you, well, yeah, we see that you have five inquiries in the last three months. We're going to want to know what those inquiries were for, and did you open any new credit? Why? I'll tell you why. We want to make sure that all your debt obligation is being accounted for. Because sometimes there's that delay. It could be 30, 45 day delay or longer that those items don't hit your credit report. We want to make sure through that credit inquiry letter that all the debt has been divulged. We want to make sure our debt to income ratios are correct. So the underwriter then isn't asking us a bunch of questions. 
The other thing is your past residences, places where you may have lived in in the past. That are These things will show up on your credit report. You're going to have to explain those in a lot of cases. Just be truthful. Number one, did you have an ownership interest in that property? Pretty simple. Yes or no. Did you live here? Well, yeah, I lived here. You're going to want to know from when to when. You know, we're not going to ask you about how much did you pay in rent and blah, blah. In most cases, we aren't. But we want to make sure that you're taking the time to drill it down. And we're going to make sure that all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. So once all of that is done, the loan officer is going to take your application and it's going to, when that application also, there's going to be a spot in there that you have to divulge the assets that you have. How much money do you have in your checking account? How much money do you have in your savings account? And here's the other thing. I want you to listen closely on this. Closely. Cash under your bed or given to you by friends in large amounts isn't going to cut it. You have to be able to source out any large cash deposit that's going into your checking or your savings account. You know, sure that those accounts can be, that amount can be sitting in your account for a few months and then we wouldn't have to go back through and source those cash deposits out. But if you have just chunks, large chunks of cash hitting your account, you're, cause, you're going to cause yourself a lot of headaches. Unless, unless, say you sell a car and you sell it for cash to somebody and you can provide a bill of sale and you take the amount of cash that that person gave you, say you sold that car for $4,560, you're going to need to deposit $4,560 into your checking account, not splitting it up between checking and savings. Lump it in there. Keep it easy. One spot. You're going to have to have a bill of sale. And you're gonna and that bill of sale amount has to match the amount going into your account. That's the only way we can prove it. The other scenario is, hey, I'm a puppy breeder, and I sell my puppies for cash. I got a bunch of cash app transactions. I got a bunch of zeal transactions or whatever. You know what? All I can tell you, you better have a bill of sale for that puppy. You ask that breeder. I don't know one breeder out there that wouldn't say, I'm not giving you a receipt for your puppy. They'll all give you a receipt. You just need to say, hey, remember it's in the spirit of transparency. You tell the breeder, I'm buying a house. I have to, you know... The, if that, if you're a, I'm sorry, if you're a breeder and you're buying a house, you have to be able to tell 
you know, your mortgage officer, hopefully it's me, but you need to say, hey, man, I sold these puppies for $5,000, and here's the bill of sale, here's who bought it, and it's here's the money that I deposited, the full $5,000 in my account. I didn't split 2000 in checking, 1500 in savings, and I took the rest of the money and I spent it. You guys have got to dumb this down and make this simple for the underwriter to review your file and review your finances and make sure everything is buttoning up. It's like as simple as that. People think like, oh, well, they can just figure it out. You know, when they have hundreds of files on their desk, you think they have the time to sit there and play a financial forensic investigator on your finances? No. Make it simple. Dumb it down. Remember, the simplest you make this for them, the smoother your transaction is going to be. You're going to go right through. And But it it's going to depend on you. You're driving this thing. Your loan officer is making sure that everything's submitted correctly. So you've got to give us the answers to the questions. If you think that anything might be a red flag, bring it up. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, you have a credit card. Remember we talked about credit cards last week. So here you go. You're you're out there and you're shopping for a house. You got your pre-qualification, right? And you got your offer has been accepted. We're jumping ahead a little bit. Your offer has been accepted, but you know that the house, the washer and dryer sucks. You know, you're going to need some new furniture. Please, please ask your loan officer. Hopefully it's me. Get the hint to say, hey, is it okay if I buy this couch and this furniture and this washer dryer set before my loan closes? Because you know what I would say? No, it's not okay. Because when you spend that money, it increases your payment. When it increases your minimum payment, it increases your debt-to-income ratio. See how that works? Don't mess with it. It's like a cake. It's in the oven. Stop jumping down and up and down on the floor or it's going to or it's going to collapse. Got to help us help you. You want to be a homeowner? You're on the right track by listening to this podcast. And without any other comments, remember Malachi asking if it's a smart decision to buy a house right now because the interest rates are high. I think it's an amazing time to buy. You know what? Date the rate, refinance when the rates drop, and it's all good. You're going to be able to get the house that you want at a cheaper price than if the rates were at 2 3 4% because the money is cheaper And then all of a sudden, what happens when the money is cheaper? You get stuck in a bidding war for that house. And yet people end up paying $10,000, $15,000, $20,000, $100,000 more than the home is worth. 
So you don't want to get yourself in that position right now. You know what? Go out there. Get pre-qualified. If you need help, shoot me a comment. Say, hey, can you help me? I can help you. It's what I do. Okay? And remember, keep your head up. No such thing as a dumb question. None at all. Well, unless you're Malachi. And then you, you can't act like you know it all. At least say, you know what? What would you do in this situation? And we can help guide you. We're your friend. We're here to help you achieve your dreams of home ownership. That's the way it works. All right? And if you like the podcast, subscribe. I know the button's around here somewhere. I still need to get with my my podcast engineers to make sure that they can put that button somewhere where we can find it. So, until then, keep dreaming big. Can't wait to see you next week. Thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast today with Home Buyer Hustle. If you liked it, please subscribe. If you know somebody that can benefit from it, definitely have them subscribe. If you know anybody that's in the market to buy a new home and needs to get pre-approved, please shoot me a quick message. I can help you with that as well. And at the end of the day, have a great one. Can't wait to see you again. Take care.